interesting, the weirdest um, music video I've seen in a while, I think, is Beat the System. Somehow I ended up looking at, um, like, their... I was either looking up at their video music videos or I was just looking up, like, some of the best music videos, Christian music videos, that mm-hmm. people are like, oh, yeah, this is, like, a really, you know, good music video. And somehow that one made it there. I'm like, it's kind of... <laughs> kind of interesting it's not like bad it's just kind of like 80s <laughs> like they're, well, they're like mean, dressed I'm up in like 80s it was garb made in the 80s stuff. right uh, i think or, or nine, maybe 90s. 90s i don't know mm. but anyway yeah it's kind of interesting i found with music videos i just kind of stay away from it stay away from them at this point because I'll have a song where I'm like oh yeah they mean this this and this by the song you know this is my interpretation of it and then you watch the music video and you're left confused and then you're like oh I guess they meant something else or you know there have been a couple of them where I'm like I have no idea like how you took that song and came up with that right some of them like they tell like a story so like very clearly and then, yeah. like, there's, like, one I'm thinking of particular where it's, like, when you listen to the lyrics of the song, I can tell the story that's being told in the song so clearly. And I watch the music video, and I feel like it's supposed to be telling the same story that the song tells, but I can't get it. I'm, like, if right. I was just watching the video, I can't get the same story that I feel is being told in the song. Yeah. I will say probably one of my favorite music videos ever is God's Not Dead. That was actually a really good... That one's good, yeah. ...good music video. Mm. I haven't seen it in a while. I saw it semi-recently, actually. Oh, that's why, yeah. That was the, the movie's good, too, but... Yeah, the, that, but that I haven't music seen videos. in a while. It's, I might want to watch it sometime soon. I was thinking about it recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a good music video. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, yeah. they, they try to do some storytelling with it, but it's clear enough, I think. I yeah. haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't the actually remember it all the way. Well, then we won't spoil it for you. you no, that's okay. You'll have to go ahead and watch it. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But now I've never heard that song by Petra. Beat the system. Beat the so. system. Yeah. Kind yeah. of funny. Another Petra song that I found. It was, uh, oh, I can't think of it. I can't think of the name of it. I think it's called Computer Brains or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's filled with like a bunch of computer jokes and references. It was hilarious. There's yeah. like jokes about bytes and memory and stuff. It was it was hilarious. So the first the time I heard it, I I was like laughing. I'm like, oh my goodness, they did like puns in their song. <laughs> for the what, com- and for what the computer song was guy. it? I'm sorry, uh, I missed com- it. Computer brains. Computer brains. Computer brains. By, who was it by? Oh, Pe- sorry, it's a, Petra. It's another oh. Petra song. Yeah, another gotcha. another Petra song. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I have their I have their ultimate collection. I like a lot of a lot of the songs that. Like I don't know. I I first when I first heard about them, I was like, okay, that's cool. I was like, it's interesting. I didn't really, I didn't go ahead and investigate it. A lot of times, I find them that way. If you say, oh, this band is really cool, you should check them out. I'll say, oh, that's interesting. I'm probably not going to check them out. It's just <laughs> not usually what I do. But it happened. I don't remember. Oh yeah, I remember we happened to see one of their other songs and I liked it. And so then I looked into the band. I found I actually really liked the style, the like the rock. And I, what I really like about it is like their their message and their songs are really trying to preach the gospel which is something i like you know mm-hmm. so you saw them and, and you're like oh those people were like, right yeah basically i was like <laughs> i don't really want to look into it and then i saw one of their songs i'm like yeah okay i get it i get it yeah which for those listening petra is a 
Christian band from, I think they started what, in the 70s? I think they started like in the 70s. Yeah. Something like that. They started out Christian with more of a... Band. Yeah. It started out kind of more, some of their songs, because like the Ultimate Collection has several different varieties of the songs. I think they had like a like a surfer style sound, I think is what I'm looking for. Some of their earlier ones? Yeah. Like a, a Beach Boys sound is what I'm thinking. Like mm. to some I of their style. Like, I haven't um, heard any I have not heard that. That's the one I'm thinking of. There's one. Uh, Walking in the Light. Walking in the light every day and night. Living in the spirit really out of sight. I feel like I've heard it, oh, but I, I, heard I, heard that I, I don't. I don't completely recall it. Yeah, should totally look it up. But yeah. if you're like what I just said, I'm like you probably won't. But that's okay. Well, it's okay. I know <laughs> I like them. I I I know more of their like you know, I'm on the rock and I yeah. Means war. I did look up. Yeah, if I know the band, I might look war. up the songs. You know, if someone recommends it to me. But yeah. Dun, dun, I have to trust dun, the dun. recommender. That's the thing. Mm, yeah. If I, I trust I the recommender, then I'll look it up. I, but if I, I don't I trust your who style. I the recommender was, and and they were, this band was grouped into other bands. Like, it was told that they're comparable to these other bands, and they're not. And so it was, so I like, yeah, hey, I don't, if I remember I like Sometimes it's like, yeah, I oh, I they're like this band. Like, you oh, you like really like them. Why you were but I don't like the hesitant. band you compared them to. So yeah. I would anyway. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't Petra actually mean rock? It does. I believe so. Yeah. I think there was some yeah, pun about that. Like I'm sorry. They're I mean, a rock c- band. Considering that they <laughs> Isn't oh, Isn't man. there like a biblical I feel like a mm-hmm. man. I feel like there's, there's a, a biblical reference. place called Petra. Yeah. There's actually no, there a place is, somewhere. There's something about it. Because um, I remember we were watching some type of documentary, and they were going through like different like biblical places, and I thought they actually went to a place that was actually called something, and then, or it was called Petra. Uh, it sounds like there's a city called Petra. Ah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I'll look. This claims that there's a city. It's not mentioned in the Bible by that name. But it's called um, Selah in, Isa- in Isaiah sixteen, uh, chapter sixteen, verse one, and in Second Kings um, fourteen, verse seven. But uh, hmm. oh, both Petra and Selah mean rock. But I guess I guess it's not necessarily used by that name in some translations. I guess, or maybe in the Hebrew they don't use that name. Hmm. Interesting. So there is a city called Petra. Uh-huh. And doesn't, well, while we're on this uh, rabbit trail that I think I started, isn't uh, Peter also means that, right? Peter rock means rock. You know, I think. Because yeah. Jesus yeah. said on this That's rock. That's what I think also. Uh, so Peter slash Cephas means rock as well. Please hold. <laughs> will, we, will we fact check? Yeah. It, uh. What what verse is that in the Bible? Um, Isaiah sixteen one. You said no, no, no. The no. one. What in the Second Kings? Ab- no, the one about Peter. Oh, on this rock, oh. it's in Matthew, uh, isn't it? I think so, because it's when it's when he says that you're the Christ. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I know it's not in Mark because we just we read just that. read yeah we just uh, read Mark's account of that and he Matthew sixteen Matthew sixteen verse eighteen I think. 
Because I can, I've got my little uh, strong zap right here. here. Yes, yeah. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall yeah. not prevail against it. That's yeah. It's the um, the Greek word is Petra. For Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, on this uh, rock. Oh, on this I was rock. Say. Oh yeah. So is Petra. Pet- Petros. Is the, I think is the Greek. And it says Petra. Petra, well, Petra the, and Petros. Yeah, it goes in this. Yeah, Pe- it's from the Pedro? it's from the word Petros, but that word there is Petra. Nice. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> 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 the word Peter there though is. No wait. Oh, I'm. I have I to say. Like, I'm like that's not the right thing. That's logos. I have to say this. This conversation really rocks. Petros. Hey. So Peter is Petros. Petros. Peter is Petros. Interesting. And then maybe the feminine so when the Petra. Petra. which is interesting because that oh. could allude to the bride of Christ. Then on this rock, Petra, I'll build. Oh, my church. That would be why he would use a female. I don't know. Uh, that's speculation on my part. That, that hmm. I mean, unless it is grammatical. Could be. It could be. Could be a grammatical. Because we don't. We don't know the workings of, of English. Greek doesn't grammar. have like grammatical male and female. Yeah. Like grammatically, Spanish, it's all Spanish just kind of the same. Where yeah. it could be like where like the name was male, like masculine, and then the the item, the thing of a rock is mm-hmm. like feminine or something like that. Yeah. So totally I speculation. A, uh, we don't know, but I guess that's a Greek lesson for today. Yes. There we go. <laughs> uh, we jumped ha- from Hebrew to Greek. I was gonna say, have you learned any Hebrew recently, or no? But I did get some new Bibles recently. Ooh. I got. I'm excited about them. So. Um, our mom has uh, a Bible that she's had for a while that it has the words of God in red throughout the entire Bible. So a lot, a lot of ver- um, meaning of the Old Testament as yeah, well. Because right. a lot of well, I was going to explain that. So oh. um, a lot of the Bibles Sorry. have the New Testament, you know, the words of Christ in red. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's throughout the Old Testament, and it's really cool because you can look through some of these the the books of, you know, prophecy and, you know, the, the books where they joke that all the pages are stuck together, but, you know, <laughs> like Obadiah or these different ones, oh, you know, Hosea, small books. the small, yeah, the minor mm-hmm. prophets. And of course in the major prophets like Isaiah and Jeremiah, you can see where there's whole big sections where mm-hmm. it's read because it's actually God speaking to him. And, um, so it's exciting. Um, and I think it's cool when you're reading, especially too when you're reading through some of the the books like the books of the law, like Le- Leviticus, Leviticus or, or and, Deuteronomy. Yeah, some of those they can feel they can. I don't want to say dry, but it can be rough reading. Yeah, you know, you you set out and you're like, I'm going to read the whole Bible, and so you start in Genesis, and you're like. Uh, numbers is usually when it mm. gets to me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and there were, you know, 600,000 cows in the <laughs> tribe of Levi, and there were 600 cows in the tribe of Naphtali. And you're yeah. like, yeah. Right. yeah, some people get lost, like, uh, in the, you know, in the begats. I think in Genesis, it starts saying this person, you know, gave birth to that person. I, you know, I, 
I actually like begats because I think the names are funny sounding. So yeah, <laughs> they're kind of cool. <laughs> so I find and begats entertaining usually. Like, and I found them more interesting when there was someone who was talking about that, like, because each of them have meanings. Mm-hmm. And it was like the story that God was telling. I think it was like the genealogy you see in the beginning of Matthew yeah. where he says it, you know, the. It, I think it starts with Jesus and it goes back all the way to Adam, the son of God. Mm-hmm. And he took like the, the name and he replaced it with its meaning in Hebrew. And it's like you could see almost like a story mm-hmm. that God was writing, why yeah. it was important for him to put the names in. And that made it more interesting when you realize there's a reason that he threw the names in there, not mm-hmm. just to. Yeah. So yeah. that was. So it, I think when you're reading through there and you realize, oh, God speaking here, you know, some of these laws mm-hmm. and things It yeah. it kind of just helps give a, I'm very visual. So for me, it's kind of cool. I think it's, you know, to see a visual of things God was saying, mm-hmm. you know, in the old Testament. It yeah. makes it, it seem more like, not more important, but like you realize it's, it's something that God's speaking. He mm-hmm. made an effort to say this to you kind of right. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like baguettes, but not like too many of them <laughs> and stuff. Like at like at once, right? But yeah, it's, I get but, um, sometimes like awkwardness and humor is when you start having a word over and over and over again. Uh-huh. So where it gets hard for me to oh, read it with a straight face. Begat. This per- beget this person. You beget, beget this person. Beget. You beget this person. You keep using the word beget over and over again. I'm like, or who this person who is you know. Joseph, the son of Levi, and I'm not using anything from actually, you know, and you say that over and over again, and I'm like, keep saying it over, and my brain starts going, this is awkward, because I'm saying the same phrase over. Yeah. But from that standpoint, it can get odd. Yeah. But, the yeah. other Bible I got is a study Bible, and what it is, is it has, um, like, about each book of the Bible, it kind of just talks a little bit. I mean, in my, my current Bible has like a, you know, a paragraph about each book, but this one, it has like a page or two giving the history of the book of the Bible, like who, who would have written it, what, hmm. you know, oh, wow. what, uh, dates was it found? Like was, you know, the oldest copies and when did they think it was written and, uh, just some different facts, you know, about it. And then with in the Bible, you know, within the, the chapters and verses, it actually takes time for if, um, you know, there's things, you know, I'm trying to give an example, but it tries to give um, historical context to things in there. So if it mentions... Like Herod um, or something. Or Herod, or yeah, it talks about like, yeah, actually, that's a great example because around, you know, when they're talking about the birth of Jesus, it takes time to have a little paragraph in there about the, um, the reign of Herod and some some facts about that. So I um I just got it, so I'm starting to kind of, um, look at some things. The thing with it is you have to be careful that you don't um get so involved in. The historical thing that you, you know, Mi- the, the right. context that you miss that the you content. Miss the Bible. Ooh, I like so. that. <laughs> Don't get so on the context, you miss the content. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I kind of am using it more for like a reference versus, mm-hmm. you know, my primary Bible that I read. But um, I like it. I, I like having physical Bibles. You know, I, I do use the Bible on my phone a lot, but mm-hmm. I also like 
having a, a physical Bible to look things up in and it's good because like um there's uh one of the um the, like the the skit guys there's the guy Eddie he talks a lot about having the personal Bible of like you know you can you know things that you've highlighted and underlined and you can go mm-hmm. back and see the things that are important to him I think he got like uh his grandmother's Bible when she she passed the family gave it to him and he said it's one thing cool for him to look and to see the things that she highlighted and underlined mm-hmm. in her yeah, no- really and cool. her notes and it was like what were the things that were important to her that stood out to her and that's the thing that you can do when you're you're going through something and you're writing down notes, you're underlining things and you can sit there and you can look back when you're reading, you'll see, Hey, this is underlined. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, well, well, this, you know, stood out to you. It's cool. Sometimes we'll read something and like the sermon and I'll look at it and all of a sudden I'm flipping through it and the whole, you know, sections underlined. It's like, mm-hmm. cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that. And that's something that's kind of fun. And that's something that's hard for me when I get a new Bible is I'm like, I don't know where anything's at. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's know? like sometimes you know it on the page. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, you're like, I know it's in this book and this, you know, section, but you don't have the exact, you know, chapter and verse memorized. But one thing that was interesting, yeah. though, they talked about um, the culture during, you know, the first century time was, you know, they did a lot of memorization because a lot of people, uh, you know, argue that, you know, the, the gospel accounts aren't reliable because there's no way they would have remembered everything in that detail and and wrote it down decades later. Mm -hmm. But, um, especially since, you know, they, in Acts, it talks about them not having been, you know, learned men, Mm -hmm. uh, because they were fishermen and, um, not all of them were, though. Some, you know, we know that for sure that Peter, you know, Andrew, James, and John were fishermen. You know, the other ones, we, you know, we know that Matthew was a tax, tax collector. collector. We don't really know, actually, about... I think Judas was a son of a Pharisee, if I remember that sounds correctly. Right, yeah. I have to fact check that, but... But um, the other ones, we don't necessarily know what their background was, per se, but... Mm-hmm. In any case... They weren't. They weren't the well-educated people of the day that knew, right, top-notch stuff. But a lot of times, so those people were actually the ones that were even better at memorization because they weren't, you know, because they like memorized everything. Right, you know, read and write. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was very common back in that time for them to have excellent memory, and there would, you know, be people they would memorize, you know, two hours worth of a piece of literature oh, wow. and recite it. So yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. That was in my, that was in my study Bible. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, yeah. It's like one of the things you have to realize is back in those days, like, like we're just talking about like you were able to get, you know, a new uh, Bible, but they didn't have that in those days. Mm-hmm. They had scrolls that were kept, you know, in the synagogue mm-hmm. and that was your copy. They didn't, necess- I mean, they could, I guess, I don't know if they studied it and were able to copy down things for them to have personal copies, but, I but so. I mean, some of them might, but probably for sure, probably not widespread. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it, like it was a lot harder for them to, to get access to the scriptures. Yeah. So to know it, you have to memorize it when you do mm-hmm. have access to it to be able to, Right. And and that's why, you know, it was important for um, the children of Israel to pass it on to their children. What I was talking mm-hmm. about, you know, right, yeah, um, we talked about that recently in ministry mm-hmm. class about 
you know, teaching them the book of the law. And that was, it wasn't necessarily that they all had a scroll in their home. It was, they were reciting it constantly so that it was in their heart. And it got ingrained in them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's 4th of July. Well, it'll be after 4th of July when this airs. Mm -hmm. 4th of July is coming up. Independence Day. So it's a little, of course, you know, I haven't recently gone to firework shows on 4th of July because. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've been to a show in a long time. I feel like I went to someone's house one time and they did some fireworks there, but not, not a lot. Yeah, I don't think I've been to like a professional viewing in a long time. I remember yeah. a couple of years ago we I think we went to Disney, but not. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. The first year we were here, I think we went to go see him on the beach. We're like, "Oh, cool, you get mm-hmm. to go see that, fireworks on the beach." That was crazy. And it was really kind of a miserable experience. <laughs> well, we we help. walked down and that was cool, but then we got there and like I said there's a lot of um you know, people just not um sober and (laughs) and they brought their own fireworks so you have people that are not sober and they are shooting off fireworks on the beach which they weren't supposed to and then that that hasn't really stopped anyone (laughs) once you once we're done we walked there because we're like oh we won't be able to find a parking spot and it seems like a good idea at the time but then as we're walking back we're realizing it's dark and there's crazy people out there so we kind of well, yeah. It didn't help that someone, I don't know if it was like a Roman candle or something, or if it was something that shot like multiple things out of it. I'm not like super into fireworks, <laughs> so I don't know if a Roman candle is like a multi-fire one or not. But it was something where they like shot it between like two buildings. Mm. There was oh, like yeah. a walkway between them. Oh, yeah. And they were like shooting them like at the building mm-hmm. as like dozens of people were walking between yeah. these buildings. So yeah. like... And then someone did like a something that like sparkled and, and like threw it in the road. Yeah, it was while like there a was strobe cars. light so fireworks that oh, they yeah. lit and threw in the middle of the road while cars are having to drive yeah. past. So it that year like, in particular was really crazy. Yeah. You know, like yeah. In general, yikes. I like Fourth of July though. <laughs> yeah, no, I like yeah. Fourth of July and I like fireworks. I used to be lot, really, but I just haven't gone to see yeah. them. Yeah, I just and don't now, like crazy people. Now this year, there's not a lot of shows. I think there's yeah. only one city nearby that's actually doing a show this year but Mm -hmm. a lot of times in our neighborhood we have enough people in our neighborhood that are you know you could kind of go outside and you can see a couple of them here or there Mm -hmm. so i think i've heard a few yeah throughout the evening as as is actually but yeah yeah there was some tonight already so if if you hear them um (laughs) if you hear pops probably why yeah it's it's not a technical issue it's fireworks Yeah. But, you know, just with that, it just kind of got me thinking about uh, freedom and uh, just our freedom that we have in Christ. And I thought that'd mm-hmm. be uh, cool to talk about today. Uh, you know, I, sometimes I think that um, ministers' children can almost feel like they're, you know, trapped in their life and they can feel like, Oh, I have, this is, um, the pathway I have to choose. You know, I'm stuck in this and, you know, blah, 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 you know, and they can just feel like they don't have a choice 
in life. And I think it's just important to, you know, take a step back and, and look at it through a different perspective. And some things that kind of, um, started me thinking about it was, um, you know, I've heard a lot of people talking about, um, Juneteenth and I was like, what is Juneteenth? And I didn't, I'm like, it sounds familiar, you know, but I was like, I don't, I was, I had to look it up again, uh, mm-hmm. to be honest. And then I looked and it's talking about, um, June 19th and it's celebrating, uh, the emancipation of slaves and how it started was, um, Abraham Lincoln, uh, had the emancipation proclamation on September 22nd, 1962 but Na- you say 1962. Sorry, Well, it took it took that long for, you know, things to, you know, improve yeah. as far as civil rights go. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. sadly, but um, but then so it was 18, 1862, but it wasn't until June 19th. 1865 that word of that reached to um texas so for almost three years there were slaves in texas that were set free you know or they were they had freedom as far as the government was concerned but Mm -hmm. they weren't living free because they they hadn't heard they didn't know Mm -hmm. and uh just you know, the Bible often compares life in sin with slavery. And I think that, you know, I, don't, I think that's on purpose. I think that God hates slavery. Um, you know, it's it's wrong to manipulate another person. He doesn't do that to us. Right. You know, if anybody had the, the ability to, he could it have. Would be, it would be, it would be him. Yeah. You know, he he would he has the ability to control us and manipulate us, but he doesn't because it's wrong. You know, <laughs> and so right. he chooses that, not, not to do that. If he was he going wants, to do that, everyone would be a Christian, you know. Yeah, exactly. But he's chosen not to do that. Yeah, he's chosen not to do that. And um in slavery has been, you know, an issue in humanity for many years and among, you know, many, many cultures, you know, it's, it's been a, a, an issue. And, um, you know, he compares the two because just as it's heartbreaking for one person to control and manipulate another person, it's, it's heartbreaking to him to see Satan have a person in bondage to sin and I think when people approach Christianity, they they look at it as, oh, it's a bunch of rules and I'm not allowed to do what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's the wrong perspective. Right. You know, it's not, oh, I have to do everything God says. It's I have the power over the sin. And right. there's people yeah. out there who've been given power over sin and they don't know it. You mm-hmm. know, they're still living in slavery to sin, even though Jesus paid the price, you know, over 2000 years ago, they're, they're living in that, that slavery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of a scripture 
Uh, let me find my place here. Uh, it's in Matthew 11, uh, verse 28. It says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like, God doesn't have bondage that he wants to put on you. You know, his burden is actually easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so people people look at Christianity like it's bondage, but it's really not. No. It's no. the opposite of bondage, you know. Yeah. It's a thing of like, you know, um, with like addictions and things like that, common ones people think of like, you know, alcohol or drugs when someone's involved in that. You know, they may try to say that they're having fun, or but you know, you ask them if you you know stop for even just a day or a week or something, they don't have the ability, the control to say no to it whenever they have the desire mm-hmm. to do that. You'll find them put themselves in in weird or you know horrible situations just to be able to get you know, that, that alcohol mm-hmm. or that drug, and you see that that's controlling them. And that's true of sin in general. When you've submitted yourself to sin, that, um, that desire, it puts you in a bondage to that sin, to that desire. And you don't have the ability when that desire comes to say, you know what? No, I don't want to do that sin. You know, you, you've lost that control because you've submitted yourself to it. And now it has control of you. And what Jesus has done on the cross is he has said, I'm taking the punishment for your sin, and I'm mm-hmm. setting you free from that bondage. So now, when sin comes to you and says, "Hey, you know, let's 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 you know, let's do this thing that's wrong. Let's do this sin," he's able to say, "You're able to say, no, I'm choosing to serve Jesus, and you have the freedom, the ability to say no to that temptation." And that's what yeah. he does. It's not, you know, and as far as like people think, oh, this thing they have to do, that thing. It's like God's just wanting you to be able to be free from the bondage of you know of sin Mm -hmm. he's not doing this to try to get you to do all these rituals to be so you know oh obedient or whatever i mean he wants you to obey him but it's not to control you but it is like i said to set you free from Mm -hmm. absolutely well and when you sin like you are becoming a slave to it It reminds me of um, what you were saying reminds me of uh, romans Mm -hmm. this is Romans six sixteen says that do you not know to whom you present yourselves slaves to obey, you know that um, you are that one slaves to whom you obey, whether sin leading to death, or of obedience leading to righteousness. So, it like almost exactly what you were saying. <laughs> saying right. you know when you're doing that, you're becoming a slave to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and I know sometimes you know people. They go overboard, or not overboard, but they kind of go off in a ditch on one side where they go, oh, well, I'm, you know, Jesus paid the price for my sin, so I can, um, I do can just sin, I, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right. It's okay, I'll ask God to forgive me later. No baby. You know, yeah, in, in uh, Galatians 5, um, verse 13, it says, for you brethren have been called to liberty. Only do not use mm. liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. And so it is important to realize that, you know, it's not about, oh, I can sin because the wages of sin is still death. That's right. why God hates it. 
you know, right. and, um, and you have to start changing your perspective of sin and learn to hate it. Like God hates it and love learn God hates sin. Yeah. Love <laughs> My own love ever. Yes. Um, you know, learn to hate sin because it, it's not about, Oh, you know, Jesus just set you free from having to pay for your sins. It's he set you free from the bondage of sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and actually in that same chapter in verse one, it says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. So it's something, too, where it sounds to me like, you know, let's say you get saved from and you get free from sin. There's opportunity again to get in bondage to it which I know that's true. You know, sometimes it's not even a sin in the past. Sometimes the devil presents a new bondage for you. It's sometimes like, here's, here's a new option. <laughs> it's yeah. nice and shiny. Yeah. Take a look. Well, you know, and, and sometimes it's sneaky. Yeah. in how it's presented. Sometimes it's, um, sometimes it's anger disguised as quote, righteous anger. So, um, somebody's doing something unjust and so you want to be angry about it and you want to get involved and I'm going to make it right. You know, I'm going to, and you're not actually speaking up for righteousness. You're actually just being angry. Right. Yeah. And you're very easy trap to be, you know, for sure. Um, or, uh, anxiety, you know, sometimes you can be tempted to be anxious about things. So, you know, the Bible says to cast all your cares. It says not to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And, um, but sometimes you can go, oh, well, I'm worried about this person's salvation. So, you know, you, you have to make sure that you're always, you know, on guard that the devil doesn't bring you sneaky bondage back, mm-hmm. you know. and By trying to sneak in fear through that yeah. situation. For me, I had a fear of... um not following God's will for my life, you know, because I talked about how it's, you know, important and, uh, mm. and, and there were some things that were presented in, in a way that led to that, but I still, my own self, I got to where I'm like, Oh, I, I don't want to be out of God's will to where it actually turned into a fear. And it was actually something and I'll, you know, sometime I'll, I'll share that story a little more, but it, it turned into something where I was afraid that I had let God down mm-hmm. and it was completely just anxiety and thoughts that the devil had brought, but it was out of something good. So it was like a return again to bondage. So I had been set free from sin, but then all of a sudden I had yeah, it, gone I, back to a different type of bondage. I remember you know seeing that in myself before it was like, wanting to do the right thing it's it's good it's part of you know who we are in christ but there's a certain point where if you get obsessed the devil can try to sneak in turning your desire to do the right thing Mm -hmm. into a fear of doing something wrong to the point of you know overthinking is this right is this wrong is this right is this wrong what about this what about this you know the Mm -hmm. simplest things that he tried, and I'm, again, I want to make sure I'm clear. I'm not saying that it's wrong to have a desire to do the right thing. That is, Correct, you know, a thing, right. but it's important that you keep your guard and say that I desire to do the right thing. You know, the Bible says that 
um, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We were uh, hearing about that in church a lot recently, or has been in teaching on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you let God guide you, you'll know that you'll be doing the right thing, and don't you don't have to be afraid that I'm going to do the wrong thing because you can begin to. Because what what happened is, say, I want to do the right thing, I don't want to do the wrong thing. I'm not sure what this is, so rather than asking God or something. I don't know if this is the right or wrong, so I'm not going to do anything. And then mm-hmm. just, you know, saying they're idle. Yeah. You know. Which yeah. there is some, there is some good to that as far as in it, when you're talking about like a decision that yeah, you're making. Yeah, for sure. You know, there's certain things and where you don't you, know, don't just jump and be like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, there mm-hmm. is, there is a, a good point to stepping back. Right. But yeah. Well, but kind of, Oh, sorry. I would say just as far as like being obsessed and being afraid yeah. of it. You yeah. know, don't be afraid that well, you're going to do something, a sin, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. Well, and you kind of see like that's kind of what happened with the Pharisees. Like they, I'm sure by the time that Jesus came around, there were some Pharisees who were like really, really, you know, bad and deep into, um, deep into not following God. Mm-hmm. But right. I'm sure there were some who like it started out as really good. And 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 like an, a true desire to honor God, but it got into into something else. And I'm kind of reminded. I'm not going to read the full story because it's a really long story. Um, but if you want to read, it's in Mark seven, um, where um, the Pharisees have these rules about like a ceremonial washing of your hands before mm-hmm. you eat food, and the disciples, you know, didn't do that. So they're like, Jesus, what about this? And um, I will read part of it here. Um, but um, Jesus talked about, um, and let me try to find the exact part I want to point out here. But, um, oh, here we go. Uh, verse 9, it says, He said to them, All too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. So it, it's easy sometimes to get caught off wanting to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whether you're afraid or something, wanting to do the right thing, but actually, you know, missing what God really has for you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and truly doing what he wants instead of doing all these things that y- you think this is what he wants, you know, <laughs> like almost like you decided this is what God wants me to do. Right. Instead of actually saying, well, God, is this what you want me to do? Right. Cause they, you can tell from what you hear about them and everything you read about those Pharisees, they didn't really have a relationship with God. Right. You know, they knew his law really well. We were just, you know, talking about that earlier. Right, they memorized yeah. portions of his law. They could probably quote scripture, you know, better than most anyone else in, in the culture, even maybe, you know, possibly. And they, but they, they had they, a book. They didn't have to memorize it, you know? Right. But they or didn't, at least some of them did. They didn't know the one who wrote it. They didn't know God. And that's where, you know, you can't actually fulfill that desire to do what is right unless you actually know God. Because knowing God, um, well, you re- referenced the scripture earlier about the wages of sin is death. That's in Romans six twenty three, And the rest of it says, it says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, we were talking about he set us free from the bondage and the, the when you, like we said, we're submitting to sin, you're subject to following that desire. You don't have the ability to say no to it. So you don't have that ability. If you, even if you want to do what is right, unless you've accepted Jesus, you don't have the ability to actually fulfill the desire to do what is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's, you know, something too, you know, I'm just thinking back comparable to, you know, slavery in the U.S. So even with the Emancipation Proclamation, there were still a couple states that still allowed slavery knowing about that mm. proclamation, but they were allowing it in their state. And um, oh, wow. I don't remember mm. the year that it was finally over, over, but... Okay, it's really over now. Yeah, you know. but... Um, right. And so that's why they kind of, you know, assign June 19th as the celebration of that. But um, that happens, I think, in, in Christianity, too, where you do know that you're set free, but you're allowing it to to have reign in your life for whatever reason. And I was thinking of the passage because I was looking, I was like, where's the verse where it talks about he whom the sun sets free? Mm. Um, and... Um, it's uh, it's in John eight, and actually it's a whole section. It's it's good, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna just read the whole section here. It's um, starting in verse thirty one. It says, "And Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free." So that's I'm gonna pause for a minute, but um, that's a key is reading the word. You know, and and abiding Mm -hmm. in his word, that's a key to um, keeping your freedom is by reading the Bible and abiding in his word. And it says, they answered him, we are Abraham's Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? So they (laughs) challenged what Jesus said. And it's interesting because it says Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him. So these were actually people who believed in Jesus and they were kind of but, talking back to him, you know. Well, I wonder if it was kind of, a, kind of like a Nicodemus thing where they were thinking of it literally. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, well, how can a man be born again? How yeah. can he go back and do yeah. his mother's Or if he was kind of not so much answering the people, if there were people who were talking smack and he's like, instead of responding to them, he decided to talk to those who believe in him. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know, but it says, um, then Jesus answered them, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And so I think the thing that's important to remember is Jesus made us free and take it back to his word and take it back to Jesus. Cause even when we're talking about being in bondage again, even after a believer part of, if you think of some of the, um, the dialogue is, well, I want to do the right thing. Well, I want, you know, even if, mm. you know, I don't want to let God down. I want this. I, you know, I want this person to get saved or I need this happening in my life. And it's actually bringing it back to yourself and you can almost be, you know, and not about God and not about God. Mm. And, and it comes from, it can start off as a, a good intention, but if you can bring it back to, it's the son who sets me free. That's right. why I'm free indeed and abiding in his word. And that's how you can keep things in the right perspective and not allow yourself to be in bondage after you've been set free. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. That's good. So as you're watching fireworks, 
this fourth. Well, you've already watched <laughs> your fireworks, unless you're well, having an after party. Extra. There yeah. are some times where totally. you know, a couple days later, you still, you know, they didn't go through the whole uh, special yeah. uh, fireworks package deal. So they I, have I feel like that on. happens a lot around here, where it's like several days before mm-hmm. and several days after, it's just fireworks. Yeah. Well, yeah. especially because you know, if they didn't sell all their stock, then they're on sale. Yeah. You just gotta buy them. You don't have to, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Except for I think. Oh no, I think it's just in the city limits that it's not yeah. allowed. I don't know. Yeah, you have to have a permit for for doing the fireworks. I think, or at least doing some of the major ones, at least yeah. for sure. Yeah. Some someone was having a conversation recently where they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's illegal in in like you know different cities in the U- U.S. to actually have fireworks, but that doesn't stop people from." <laughs> No. Fire yeah. them usually. Yeah. I'm a some people like to set off fireworks. Some people like to look at the fireworks. I'm one that I like to look at the fireworks. <laughs> I don't like I to set them off. I, I like I kind of like to, to somebody else. I kind of like to watch them. I can kind of take them or leave them. Yeah. Well, no, w- no, once I, a year I, really, I can I really like fireworks. Once a year I can do it, but Yeah. I used to be really afraid of them. I'm not so much you know anymore now. I can, You're so I can set watch free them. From that. Yeah. Sure, you and, were, and yeah. it was God's word that did it too, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but, but so anyway, next time you set off fireworks or go watch fireworks or m- maybe take a m- take a moment to remember that freedom you've been set free. Yeah. So you you know we're thankful for the freedom that we have in this country. Mm-hmm. You know we continue to pray for our country. We talked about that you know our last podcast. Um, praying, but you, even still. Peace. Even still with the craziness that has gone on, you know, the, the freedoms that we have, you know, people have freedom to act ridiculous, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, um, but, you know, we are so thankful for the freedom of, of religion. The fact mm. that we can even come together and do a podcast talking about the Bible, yeah, you know, right. that's, that's not the case in a lot of countries, you know, a lot of them we'd be censored yeah. or you know, have people come banging on our door, coming to find us, you know, so those are right. things that we're thankful for. I'm thankful for the, you know, uh, political freedom that we have. And, and especially though, thankful for, um, the spiritual freedom that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's true sure. no matter what country you live in mm-hmm. and what their laws yeah. are. And that's the thing, you know, th- the freedom that we have in Christ supersedes political freedom. Um, yep. that's a, that's a Very nice, true. it's a, it's a wonderful thing that we're thankful for, but you know, people that are in countries where they don't have political freedom, if they have Jesus, it, this life is rough, but what's ahead for them? You know, it, it's one of those things where it just, so it pales, better. it pales in comparison and it's that, mm-hmm. it it's that freedom that, you know, they can't, they can't take that freedom away. They can yeah. take physical freedoms but they can't take that spiritual freedom there's a scripture and i don't remember the exact reference of it but it talks about um the the current sufferings that we're in are not even worthy to be compared to the glory that's waiting that we have in the lord i don't i remember reading it one time i don't remember where where it is offhand but it's like the things that we're going through now are they're so they, they seem major right now because we're living in it right now. But mm-hmm. what is coming in the Lord in the future is so great. This is the the trials that we're going through. So they're not even worthy to be compared, you know. Absolutely. They're, Are you they're, thinking of Romans 8? 
18? Uh, I don't know. Take a look. <laughs> he has to look at it in his Bible. <laughs> yes. He's got to find uh, it. I don't. Oh, no. Yeah. There Romans it is. 18. That's right. When I read it, I always picture a. Uh, uh, someone with a, a Midwestern twang. He says, because <laughs> he says, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Um, so, so I picture a Midwestern twang because it's like, you know, for I reckon. I, I reckon, reckon. I reckon that the sufferings of this work. Okay, yeah. No. You know. <laughs> My my, it's my Missouri coming out there, but no, <laughs> but yeah, you know, no. So I reckon that the sufferings are not worthy to be compared to the glory that's going to be revealed in us. The things that we're going through right now, they could be rough, but mm-hmm. compared to what is coming, it is going to be so great. It it's almost nothing. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I reckon we should pray. I reckon, I reckon so. I reckon right. that would be good. Well, Lord, we do come to you, and and uh, as Americans, Lord, we do thank you for the political freedom that we have. And we do continue just to pray for your peace upon this nation, Lord, to continue to heal um, the hurts and and uh, fix the divides, Father, that the enemy has, has set up, Lord. And we do um, pray, Father, for our brothers and sisters in, in, in countries that um, they don't have political freedom, Lord, that you would uh encourage them father god in their spiritual freedom that they have in you lord that you would help them to to endure and continue to fight fight the good fight lord i pray for those listening lord that may have uh received your freedom but returned again to bondage lord that father you would um help them father god to abide in your word so that they can be set free that he whom the son sets free is free indeed father that they would not fall um, in the traps that the devil sets to to return to bondage, Lord, but that they would live in the full freedom that you have for them. And I just pray that for all of us, Lord, that, that we would live in the freedom that you have given to us. You've called us to liberty and that we would walk in that that calling and that we wouldn't use the liberty to, to go about our own way, but we would use it to serve one another in love. And I thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Right. Well, thank you for not watching but listening. Mm. <laughs> well, if if you're doing it on the YouTube, you could be watching the logo on the video. Oh, that's true. <laughs> anyway, techni- right. technical. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No, but thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we're being technical. <laughs> I yes. say it's a good thing our eyes don't do the same thing as um the uh, plasma screens, where oh. if you look at one thing oh. for <laughs> long enough, you know. The plasma that. screens, if you leave a, a still <laughs> photo on there long enough, it imprints into the screen. Right. Oh, that would be creepy. That wouldn't be good if your eyes did that. Well, not creepy. So. But yeah. I don't know. It depends on what you stare at long enough. But Staring contests or something I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be good. Uh, you know how that happens to TVs? I feel like the same things would burn into Americans' eyes eventually. Because they're know, watching. There, there's not as many people who watch TV now as there mm. used to be, I think. But yeah. Yeah. It would be the Facebook logo that would people's <laughs> so. Or the Twitter logo. Speaking oh. of which, we're on uh, Facebook. Yes. <laughs> we're, not on not Twitter. Twitter. we're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. We're not on Twitter. No. But we're, we're on not If you want to contact us. We're on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we have interactive stuff we can do on there. And then we you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and TuneIn. Yeah. 
we're not on TikTok because I don't understand what that is. No, yeah, I, I have a vague understanding. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't. Yeah, no. I, it looks like it requires dancing, and which I like to do, <laughs> but I'm not good at. So yeah, I don't know. but that might be that might be like the small. I, I well, don't know. that and I'd, pranks. That's the only thing I see people. I think it's the new version of Vine. I was gonna say it sounds like Vine, but oh, I don't. I don't really know I enough about TikTok. I never understood Vine either. Yeah. I was like. I We're not on either. I that either. On, no, I, sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't on Vine, so I don't. We're a little. Uh, I don't limited in all the way, but yeah. But it's okay. I was proud of myself when I, you know, had a Facebook, a Twitter, and an Instagram. But wow. Then I'm like, this is too much. So <laughs> yeah, I just use Facebook. I, at this point, I I don't like going on a Facebook a lot. I do sometimes, but yeah. I I like it less than I did. Yeah. No. Find, find, the, uh, find the funny memes or the memories of funny mm-hmm. memes that I posted <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Sometimes good memories, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. If you uh, want to ask us a question or otherwise contact us, you can contact us any of those places or you can contact us at uh, 3PKS, number three, um, at iabound.org. That's our email. And... Uh, you can ask mm-hmm. us a question if you want us to answer on the show or you just want to say hi, you know, yeah. Absolutely. or or you can comment um, mm-hmm. Comment on Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. I don't think you can comment on Spotify. Yeah. Or we, we have to find this out definitely because I think <laughs> we go over that other times. But we need to look at all of them and say, OK, you can comment on this one, this one and this one. And that's it. Well, I think those that use it. True. Know if they can comment <laughs> or not. I'm on that platform, but I don't really use it, so I don't know. Yeah. You tell us. Send us an email and tell us if there you, you can. Go. There can you go. Can educate us on. Although some apparently, of these. if you comment, we may not see it. Yes. If you comment, I should say if, if you, you com- can, if you can uh, comment on Spotify, we have We probably, seen we it. probably <laughs> haven't seen it. We have not seen it. <laughs> so sorry. So we're sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So we <laughs> obviously are not uh, social media. Active gurus. people. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, maybe, maybe one of these days though they'll they'll get to see us. Maybe we'll one we'll of do these a, days. We'll do a video podcast. Do they still use that term anymore? Vodcast. Um, I didn't know. There's that, a, that was a there's vlog. Which yeah, I think that's a vlog, not a not a video blog. I'm, t- I'm but telling you, I think it's a legitimate term. Vo- vodcast. Vodcast. I think vodcast. so. Right, video well, podcast. Both have let's. We'll have to find that out and let them know. <laughs> it may happen one day is the point. The point is. The point is one day you might get to actually watch us and we can say we'll see you later. Except we wouldn't see them. No, They'll still no see I've, us. I've done this before. You say, you'll see me next time. That's my catchphrase for videos. Okay. All right. That doesn't work right now. Though. No. Anyway. You'll see me sometime. Next time. No. Maybe. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.